And I got to say, got it here. All right, let me start my timer. My name is Frank. I'm a recovered compulsive reader. And Lewis, thanks for inviting me to speak at your meeting. Um, so um, let me just give you the brief history and, uh, and then I'll, I'm going to dig into a couple of topics, I hope. Um, I've been in OA for 43 years now, um, which is way, way more than half my life. Um, and my top weight before OA was uh, 370 pounds. Um, my, my top weight during my relapse was 430 pounds. And um, so obviously I did have a relapse. And I, when I first came into the program, I was an absolute atheist. And I still consider myself a, to be a spiritual atheist even today. And I'm spiritual because I use the spiritual practices that this program recommends. And I'm an atheist because I don't believe in this traditional kind of a higher power that uh, you know most religions have. So um, anyway, that's the that's the uh, that's how I came into the program. And you know, so of course I I avoided working the steps initially because those had the word God in them, and I just did the food program. I just got a diet, and I stuck to that, and I was losing weight very rapidly when I first got joined the program. In the first year in the program, I lost 100, 170 pounds in in uh, in one year. So um, during more recently, when I recovered from my relapse, it took a lot longer to lose that much weight. I, did, I didn't go quite as quick at uh, age 60-something uh, as I did at age 30-something. So um, so what do I want to talk about? I, um, Like I said, I, I put off working the steps. I got a food sponsor to help me with the food, but I didn't get a step sponsor because the, the steps had the word God in them. But this one guy came up and volunteered to be my sponsor. You know, and he'd been cut out of the same kind of mold I'd been cut out of. He was an atheist when he came into the program. He had over, over 100 pounds to use. He had the same kinds of multiple addictions that I had. Um, food is my primary addiction. Everything else was just to cover up for the food addiction. But um, so, you know, I could identify with him. And he got me to take step one. That was easy. I, I took that when I first walked in the door and, and you know, surrendered basically to, the, to my food plan. By the way, my food plan at that time was counting calories. That's the way I did it. Um, but then when it came to step two, you know, how can I work step two? I don't believe in God. I'm an atheist, you know. And so he first of all got me to give up the debate. What good did my proof that God didn't exist? What good did that do me in my life? It didn't do me any good at all. Whereas if I could come to believe that a power greater than myself could restore my sanity, what good would that do? Well, that would do a lot of good in my life to be restored to sanity, especially sanity with the food, because I was clearly insane when it came to the food. So he got me to give up the debate, and then he got me to act as if, and to pray even though I didn't think I was praying to anything. And to my horror and disgust, it worked. If I prayed, I usually got serenity, and that's usually what I needed, because I was usually changing, trying to change something I couldn't change. Uh, typically another person, place, or thing. Um, so that's that's how I started on a, on a higher power, by basically giving up the debate and praying, even though I didn't think I was praying to anything. And um, I eventually came up with my own concept of a higher power, which I call my higher self. And the main thing I need to know is that it's not Frank. The Frank sitting here talking to you right now is the Frank who's powerless over food. This is the Frank whose life is unmanageable. This is the Frank who's selfish and self-centered. 
And this Frank needs to turn his wellness life over to the care of his higher self. And the higher self is the God within, if you want to call it that. I, I also call it intuition because in, in the big book, in a couple of places, they talk about intuition as being the way that God lets us know what his will is for us to do. So I just turned intuition into God. And that intuitive part of my brain is the one that knows how to eat sensibly, the one who knows how to accept people the way they are. It's not the one that's going to be selfish and self-centered, that intuitive part of my brain. So that's what I need to do is to work my, my uh, program. And I am so grateful that this program allows a wide range of people like me and all the people who are, you know, deeply religious and, and all that. I mean, that's, that's, it's just great that, that these, we can all come together here and, and, um, and get the same kind of recovery in this program. It's the same program, no matter what your higher power is. Um, so anyway, that was my, um, how I got into the program and I, you know, I lost the weight and I, my first sponsor moved away to the East coast. So I had got I got another sponsor and then he moved down to LA. So I was in between sponsors at the time and I was doing lots and lots of service. I was the chairperson of the intergroup. I was the world service business conference delegate. I was the region two representative. I was, uh, you know, asked to speak at a whole bunch of meetings. Um, you know, I, I would go to all the conventions that I could go to the re the World Service used to be every year back then, instead of every three or five or however many years it is now between conventions. And I went to all of those and I went to the Region 2 convention. And um, and I had my first binge. And my first binge was I went to a buffet by myself. And my rule at buffets at that time was that I could have one plate. Now, it would be close to avalanching off the side of the plate, but as long as it fit on one plate, it was legal. And the hope was that it was mostly salad, you know, relatively low-calorie salad things. So I had my first plate, but then I went back and I got a second plate and I got a third plate. Now, those were much smaller plates than the first plate, but, you know, three doesn't equal one. So I, I broke my abstinence. I didn't have a sponsor. I didn't have anybody to call and tell about. In fact, I didn't tell anybody about it because then I had to give up all my service positions and I was I was identifying with those service positions you know I wanted to I this was a couple of months before the world service uh, conference and I wanted to go to the world service conference again so I didn't tell anybody but then you know a, a week or two later I had a second binge and then another week I had a binge and I finally had to just you know admit that I wasn't uh, absent anymore and give up all my service positions and and that entered into a long period of about, uh, I don't know, 17 years or something of alternating relapse recovery, relapse recovery. And it was alternating because one of the, way that, one of the ways I know it was alternating is that I spent a lot of time in the 350 to 400 pound range. You know, I'd get up to 400 pounds. Now, I, I got as high as 460 or four, no, 430, sorry, 430, but 400 was my usual top weight. And then I get down to 350 and you know, then I'd, I'd kind of come in for a soft landing at 350 and stay there for a while. And eventually I'd start inching my way back up again. So, you know, when I'm going from 400 to 350, that's when I was abstinent. I was really having moderate meals and going to meetings and all that. When I'm going the other direction is when I'm not abstinent. And, um, and there's also a correlation with how many meetings I'm going to. Usually when I'm, when I'm abstinent, I'm going to more meetings per week. Then when I'm not abstinent, when I'm not abstinent, I'm having 
at most one meeting a week, sometimes two, well, at most one. And sometimes it's every, two weeks between meetings instead of one week between meetings. The Saturday 10 a.m. meeting was my home meeting at that time. So, um, so that's, that's my period of relapse. And, you know, I kept trying different things to get out of the relapse and nothing worked. And then finally, you know, 16 years ago now, no, 17 years ago, I guess, um, 17 years ago, I just got sick and tired of being sick and tired of doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And I think I just surrendered at a deeper level than I had before. And at that time, my weight was 400 pounds. So that's why I know that I went from 400 down to my goal range of 200 plus a little bit. And um, so I, I, I somehow surrendered. And I did, what, what happened, in fact, is I decided to go to the Region 2 convention in Oakland that year. During my relapse, I never went to conventions because I didn't want to see my old friends at you know, 300, 400 pounds. So I, I wanted to lose my weight before I go back to the convention. But I went to the convention in Oakland and I did see my old friends. And, um, and you know, they, they, were, they, they kept coming to the convention. I didn't. And, um, and that was the beginning of my abstinence. I, I, uh, I went to a meeting a day for the five days before the convention. I started on Monday, right? You always start your abstinence on Monday. And I went to the, a meeting a day. I went to the convention on Friday. I, I went to all the meetings I could during the convention. And then I started, I decided to do 90 meetings in 90 days. And I did that and it was working so well. I actually kept it up for about three years. And there were days when I couldn't make it to a meeting, but I'd go to two meetings on another day. So I had a long-term average of more than one meeting a day, right, Don? So um, more than 1.0 meetings per day on average. So um, I did that for about three years. And, um, and, and that started my current abstinence. Um, let me, let me kind of jump ahead. You know, I, I was just thinking today, in fact, you know, when I, when I, when COVID started back in 2020, 29, yeah, 2020, 2020 was when it started. Um, I was about maybe 10 pounds over my goal weight. My goal weight is about 200 pounds. That's where I'd like to be. I was about 10 pounds over my goal weight. And, you know, when, I, when, when COVID started, I stopped going to restaurants, right? That was the thing. You couldn't go to restaurants anymore. And my weight went down. For, during the first six months of COVID, my weight went down, and I got down to my 200-pound goal weight. Now, subsequently, I've learned how to eat during COVID, and my weight has inched back up again up to about 220, 225, something in that range. So I've got about 20 pounds I'd like to lose, and I've been saying that for, what, two years now and um, not making any progress. So I... I really want to put it out there to the universe. I want to make pro progress on that. And of course, what it means is eating less. So that's what I have to do. I have to figure out how to eat less. Um, so uh, let me let me let me uh, let me let me talk briefly about the tenth step. Um, and I and this is out of page eighty-four of the big book. It says, "Continue to watch for was I selfish, dishonest, resentful, or afraid?" And that's that's doing step four, looking at those four things there. And I think all of these things come from selfishness, self-centeredness. That's what the big book says too on page 62. Selfishness, self-centeredness that we think is the root of our problems. So, and I've got a little quiz about the Am I Selfish quiz. I'll post that in the chat later too. But so was I selfish, dishonest, resentful, or afraid? I'm basically taking a fourth step on the spot there. And the first thing I do then is I say, God, please remove that defect, whatever it is that I identify there. Please remove it at once. 
and that's doing step six and seven because it's it's you know turning my will over uh, it's asking god for help basically and then i discussed this with someone immediately and i used to think that was an optional part of the 10th step you know like if i wasn't sure whether i needed to make an amends or not i'd talk to my sponsor and figure it out and if i was sure i'd make a had to make amends i would just make amends if i wasn't sure if i thought i didn't need to or i couldn't make amends i wouldn't make amends and wouldn't call my sponsor but i've come to learn that that's an essential part of it and it can be done much easier these days with text messages than than calling somebody and then if i've harmed someone make amends quickly that's doing step eight and nine and then i turn my thoughts to someone to help which is step 12. and then uh love and tolerance of others is my code so this is what i want to do and the reason i talked about it today is because i don't do 10 steps as often as i want to do them i want to do them several times a day i'm lucky if i do them several times a week so that's how far i am off from my ideal and i i need to really you know turn turn around my life there and that's why i wanted wanted to talk about that and finally um you know like i said i th i think that everything comes from selfishness and self-centeredness all the character defects and at a meeting one time somebody said this am i selfish quiz they read it out loud and i like this so much i adopted it and and here it is now and i'll post i'll post this in the chat so you don't have to try to write it down so the question is am i selfish if I am resentful, it's because someone did not do what I wanted them to do in the past. They did not do it my way, and that is being selfish. If I am angry, it's because someone is not doing what I want them to do right now. They are not doing it my way, and that is being selfish. If I am fearful, it's because someone will not do what I want them to do in the future. They will not do it my way, and that is being selfish. If I feel guilty or remorseful, it's because I got my way at your expense, and that is being selfish. If I feel jealous or envious, it's because someone has something I want and I want it now, and that is being selfish. If I feel self-pity, I, I excessively worry about my own troubles, and that is being selfish. So all of those character defects listed there are all coming from my selfishness and self-centeredness. And the solution to that selfishness and self-centeredness is my higher power, turning my will and my life over to the care of my higher power and asking for his help. Because I'm as powerless over my selfishness and self-centeredness as I am over my compulsive overeating. I need my higher powers help to deal with the selfishness and self-centeredness and all those character defects that I have, as well as my compulsive overeating. So I've got 32 seconds left, and I think I'll just end right there. Thanks.